Hunger Games Fan Podcast, episode number 12. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. And welcome back to another episode of the Hunger Games Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And we are here, my friends, to talk about the final three chapters of the first book in the Hunger Games series. Hunger Games. (laughs) (laughs) This is, of course, going to be chapter 25, 26, and 27. If you have not read the entire book, I imagine you should probably want to just shut things down right now because we are going to talk about how it ended. Yes, we are. I am so excited, Stephanie. This was such a wonderful story. It really was. From the... Okay, from the last sentence of the first (laughs) chapter... All the way through the end of the book, I yeah. really enjoyed it. Although I will tell you that I probably was influenced a little bit in how to kind of frame how I was going to think about the ending of this book as a result of talking with like Andy Traub okay. and a couple other people. Like Andy's like, I totally predicted it. And okay. I just, you know, I hate it when I can totally predict a book right around the What beginning. did he predict? I didn't ask because oh. I didn't want to know. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. All right. So, um, but you know, he he was like, I just, you know, I just didn't know. I care for it. Of course, when he told me that at first, he didn't know that the book had two more books that followed it. Oh, okay. And then he's like, oh, well, I guess maybe I could see, okay. Then right. I could see how it could be leading into something right. else. Right. So, but anyway, so I had that on my mind and some other people said it was, wasn't quite what I expected. And, and so I'm thinking, ah, you know, and here's the situation. I think that I would have been like blown away, riveted to my chair, not going to get up until I finish these last three chapters had I sat down and read the last three chapters on the Kindle. But you, no. But you walk, yeah. You listen I to the audio book and know, it is not I was not kind the of same. surprised that you did that because I even said, after reading chapter five, 25, I said, I know. don't listen, you have to read it. I know. Now, I have to ask you a question because you've kind of opened up that bag okay okay did i in any way influence you to the ending of the book during our discussions about it no did i in any way blow your theories out of the water oh i know where you're going while discussing the book in this podcast no why because i finished it like back at chapter 12 (laughs) did you yeah i i I assumed that you did i couldn't stop i i assume that you did i mean it doesn't bother me that you did but here's the situation yeah one of the things that comes as a result of that is that you were not theorizing with me. Actually, I was. If you go back and listen, I was. But I was totally playing into you. I. That's different, though. <laughs> there, there, there's something different. Like, no. for example, I'm going to share with you now that I finished this book. Uh-huh. I'm going to share with folks what my theories are okay. for the rest of the story. And everything that I shared with you during the the podcast was my initial the first time I was reading it, mm-hmm. not as, okay, I'm reading the, I've already finished the book and now I've gone back and I'm reading it to take notes so that we could do the show. Mm-hmm. I was sharing everything that I shared with you were my initial reactions to what I had read. Okay. 
nothing that I brought was based on. Although there was one, there was there was one episode where literally I started to say something and I thought, oh crap, he hasn't read that yet. And I totally had to change the subject and and play off of it. And I have one friend who um, I confided in and Allison and shared that I had that you know I I, I had to tell somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. I, I confided in Allison and I told her that I, I had read the book and then I had said, I made this slip in this podcast. When you listen to it, tell me if it's obvious and her knowing that what to listen for, she's obviously going to know, but yeah, yeah, it was funny. Hmm. Well, anyway, there would be times when I would just start cackling out loud and you'd be like, what's wrong? And I'm like, nothing. Yeah. And yeah. Well, I mean, if you're going to read ahead, it's, I mean, it, but you did give ahead. me permission to read Catching I, Fire. Yeah. So. You can read all of Catching Fire. I if did you want really, to. I did really try up yeah. until chapter 12. And yeah. then I was like, I can't, I, I got it. That's I gotta fine. Know. I just, I, I, I'll do the same thing. I mean, it, it's not the end of the world. I mean, but I do apologize. It, I, was, that's I, did, what it I is. did try. Here's the situation. It'll just, it, th- this podcast will just be very similar to, the twilight podcast, which I mean, it was a fine podcast uh, and is a fine podcast. It's you had read the story several times and I'm reading through it the first right. time and I'm making all well, these no, see, weird I think this theories. Is, this will be like different that. because we're, we're still reading it for the first time together. Yeah. But I'm, I'm just saying that if you read all of catching fire and I'm actually recording my thoughts as I go along, well, it, you said you were going to read the whole book while you're in New York next oh, week. Oh, do you really think I'm going to do that? Oh, no, but I'm kind of hoping so. I Seriously, come on. Come on. You're going to go walking through the city. Put your earbuds in and listen. I'm going to go walking through the city with other people. Uh, I'm going people to New York. Oh, no, I'm kidding. I'm going to New York <laughs> to hang out with people. I know. So Rub it in. Why don't you? Oh, come on. <laughs> Wait, that's for another show. Well, I'll take you guys to New York with no, me if you want to go. Really, we can't. I I offered. Well, I offered. To take I was just I saying, wait a minute. Take, you I offered didn't to take offer. Me. I'll take you. There's money in the account. You ready? No, I'm, I've got I'm a not. I got a hotel room. I just need to get you guys three more or four no, more airline tickets. I have tickets. far too many things going on that week. There's no way that just you know, cancel them all. That we that, can well, go. I mean, it's not going to be that. Well, of uh, course, today is supposed to be the end of the world. Today but. is supposed to be the end of the world, but the sun is shining and it's looking very gorgeous. Yeah. So. Anyway, we're recording this on Saturday, May 21st, the 2011, the day that I think Jesus is supposed to come and take us away. Yeah. Yeah. But somehow that person forgot to read the scriptures that say that uh, nobody will know the nobody day or the, the time. Nobody or the time. So <laughs> right. I don't know. I think I think we should just Maybe go ahead he thought and, he was bluffing. I don't. Maybe. I guess. <laughs> anyway, we'll just continue to move forward anyway. Um, now, here's the situation. Now that we know that. Hey, we're allowed to discuss anything and everything for the rest of this book. Um, I'm going to go ahead and share my theories that I think at the end of this episode. But first, we're going to go ahead and turn to chapter 25, and we are going to begin discussing um, your notes that you have. All right. So we had left off with the the mutant animals that were attacking. They were chasing Cato, correct? Exactly. So Kate, there's Cato, there's Peta, and there's Katniss. Yes. The three of them are still living, and uh, now now we're we're down to this. Okay. Yes. So we got the mutations. So the, the mutations, and she's, clearly they're they're you know clearly they're mutations. They're mm-hmm. they've been altered in some way. 
I, I love it. She reaches the base of the horn and she's like, oh, man, I'm part of a team. What about PETA? Yeah, what about PETA? And, and he encourages to go. He, he's like, go, go. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, okay. I, I can't see that whole. Yeah. I, yeah. See, I've made it, the note too long now. Um, hold on. I know how to fix this. Okay. Hold on. Check this out. Because it didn't do that before. I know. I know. Watch. It would. There we. There it is. Oh, now I made that too big. Bugger. Oh, just bear with us for just a moment, folks. Here we go. And whoa. <laughs> actually, that's not going to work either. And then I promise we're. we're <laughs> it's the end of the world. It's the end of the world. Oh my gosh, Cliff can't get his notes in the right place. There we go. All right, here we go. Maximizing. How's oh, that? Okay. Can you see that now? Yes. Yes. So she's she's reached the top of of the cornucopia and turns around. And now's her chance. And she's got her arrow loaded. And she hears Pete cry out. Right. So um, clearly one of the things has has got him. Got his leg. His anyway. leg. And and he she notices that they're like his their their eyes. No. Well, before you get it, to the eyes, she notices that the um, claws are are like are, razor sharp. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Anyway, so um, then all of a sudden, then the weird stuff comes out. It's like everything in this story so far has been like really, you know, okay, I I can buy all of this as being somewhat even real. I mean, the mocking Jay, you know, the Jabber Jays and stuff like that, eh, a little far fetched, but I'll accept it. You know, it's this is science fiction. Right. All right. I'll totally get that. This next part, though, is wrong. It's just this is the this is an element of the story that to be honest with you, I really felt like I was reading. This is the one part where I felt like I was reading a kid's story. Although a really, you know, no, uh, not even kids. This is that was just twisted. Yeah, it's it's twisted. It's twisted. But supposedly these mutations have been given the eyes and body, you know, body parts and mannerisms, mannerisms, yeah. Possibly DNA of of these people. I mean, I it's like she's like, do they have their memories? You know, do they are they like trained to avenge their own deaths? And so that was just it was weird. That was weird. Weird. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but so she recognizes it as being Glimmer, the one who you know has mm-hmm. has a hold of Peta and um, shoots her arrow, gets him, and um, I guess turns around to shoot again, and then Cato has Peta and has you know a a knife to his throat, doesn't he? Something. Anyway, he has Peter trapped, and right. And if you know, she shoots him, then they both go down, right. and blah 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 blah. But here's what I love, okay? Because this whole time she's kind of been like, okay, Peter's not a hunter. Peter's not this. Peter can't do that. He doesn't think this way. We're so different. Blah 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 blah. But he is the one who takes his fingers and marks an X across Cato's hand. Knowing that if she shoots him in the hand, he's got to let go, yeah. right? And yeah. so, I mean, how he 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 is smart. He is smart. He, he is, and um, did something that she didn't think of. Yep. And um, but I, she's like, Kato realizes what that means a second after I do, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the arrow is is hitting him in in the hand. So, um, Kato fights for his life. For quite some time. For, for a while. And they she, end up sitting there um, thinking all night. It could be days. Yeah. This could never How end. How long is this going to go on? Yep. 
And uh, she puts a tourniquet on Peta's leg. Yes. And uh, tells him not to go to sleep and, and all this stuff. Um, and, and basically, it's like, you know what? If he bleeds out and dies, I could die. I mean, Cato could right. actually end up winning this winning thing. Winning this thing. Which I yeah. think is ridiculous. It's it, like, right. I don't care. You know, the, if these animals are or these mutations or whatever are, have razor sharp. I, I know he's got full body, body armor, but does he or does he not have a head? <laughs> he does okay is is there not you know this precious necessary well, see, tool for survival inside like, your skull no, um say that again is, what is, is is there not a necessary organ in, or you know okay your, this brain right, right. he's got well, a brain he's also protected he's also the boy who was tearing his hair out and beating his fist on the ground because i mean she already said i don't think he's all there yeah but still yeah. i mean they could decap they could take his head off with their four inch razors not if this stuff came up like i'm thinking like um uh the how many chronicles of narnia uh-huh um one of the boys had on full body armor and it actually had a hood that kind came up over his head but the, here's the so, situ- okay but if that were the case stephanie when she shot the arrow at Cato, she would have not been surprised that it did not puncture him he obviously does not have something protecting his head because she had no clue that he had body armor until okay, the true, arrow bounced right. off. You're right. Okay. So you're right. No body armor. I am completely right here. His head is unprotected. There's no way. I, even if there was just one of those, so it shouldn't left, have taken as long. as It, it should did. have Got taken it. no more than five minutes for him to die. I don't think Unless, that that was written well. Okay. Well, see, now I thought it was writing more to Cato's desire to survive. I I, I get than, that, but, but but I do understand what you're if saying. If there was if there was because one wolf left, or but there's one 21 of, these, of them. It, that's it. If there was, well, she one, killed a couple, but she killed a couple. But if there was one left, I could see him wrestling. If there are two, he can only fight off one at a time, right? And and he's badly injured already. He just fell. I mean, we heard his breath exhale. You know, the air leave his right. body. I mean, the, the it takes a minute to recover from the air leaving your body. That split that second is all they them. needed right. for a four inch claw to start clawing away with their razor blades and take his head off. So maybe they I do think, think was, more like animals than like the humans that they. I suppose either the animals were not smart, so. but but uh, but I, I, I personally I know I'm you don't gonna, get that far. No, and I totally agree with you now that so, you bring it up. I so do. there are two things so. here. I, and I've not been critical of the story, and I still I love the story. I know, but I'm just saying I did not like number one the whole idea that you know that they have the they even if they possibly have the real human eyes, but even the idea of if if it's just a mutation that they pumped you know they created these creatures in a lab and and pumped in their DNA. I mean that that's just weird. It is. That, I mean that's just. I mean not that the whole idea that the capital would do all the mean and crazy and nasty maniacal and evil things that they're doing anyway isn't right. weird but this is just a step beyond beyond it and and okay i can even accept that but the idea that Cato might possibly live for days All, the whole night the whole yeah. yeah even even an hour on the ground that's just ridiculous right. but he lasted the whole night yeah yeah that's ridiculous i i just i don't like that part but we're going to move forward because that's really one of so very they lay few there. right arguments i have against but they the lay there the whole night mm-hmm. um and she says the next hours are the worst, worst of my life which if you think about it it's is saying bad. something right yeah um and 
I love the part where she's like, if he dies now, if PETA dies now, I'll never leave this arena. I'll go home. I'll be the victor, but I'll never really leave because I will always be back here trying to find a way out. Right. You know, in my mind, I'll always be here trying to find, there will never be anything but cold and fear and, uh, anyway, yeah. so, or no, that's a different, okay, that note was for a different part, but anyway, but I still like the part that I just said. It, it was, okay. I'll never get out of here. Mm-hmm. We both have to leave here or I'll be stuck here my entire life. Yeah, and she'll be completely insane, blah, 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 blah. Right. Although uh, she she does think, you know, uh, when it comes to, you know, Kato, if she could, I wonder if I could take him out. Yeah. She's like, at this point, this wouldn't be me killing Kato. This, this would an be an act of mercy. I mean, Absolutely. he's so badly hurt at this point. He, he's beyond recovery. Well, even and, when she leans over, she thinks he's saying, please. Oh, I didn't hear that part. You know, um, she she thinks that he he's saying, please, you know, mm-hmm. that at this point, you'd have to imagine that there is a pretty mangled body on the ground. Yeah. And um, with his head still on. <laughs> true. <laughs> All right. Um, but in, the, in, in defense of, of, Maybe of Suzanne dull- Collins and the writing and the, the not decapitated, it is supposed to be a children's story. It is supposed to be <laughs> oh, for young whatever. adults. They threw that out the it's window. Like 12 to, or whatever. So. Yeah, they threw that out the window a long time ago. I agree. Anyway, so that's it, Katniss. We won. Mm-hmm. We won. Yep. But, but wait. There's a problem. Why, why there's no isn't, canon. Yeah, why isn't the... Now, this is something I didn't see coming. You didn't? No. I didn't either. I did not see this. And this is why I'm like, okay, anybody out there says, oh, I totally predicted the end. And it's like, well, if by the end you mean that there's going to be a love triangle, hello. Right. Can, that's it's right. It's like, duh. <laughs> I mean. Exactly. That, that's a given. I mean, I knew that in chapter one. Uh, yeah. Chapter one. Yeah. No, no, no. Chapter two. Pete, when they said Peter's name. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but yeah, but how you didn't, you didn't predict this. Nobody predicted no, that they they were going to, I didn't even think that they were going to do the first rule change, but man, that was amazing. But then the second rule change, you know, is the fact is like, you know what? Nope. Sorry. Done deal. May the odds that be ever for in your favor. And it's like, yes, that's just mean. This I mean, is that's, going that's to cruelty this, at was, its height. This is going to start the rebellion. This right here is the beginning of the rebellion. And you know, then they changed again. And she, they they never intended to let us both live. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what she always goes back to. Um, when they made the first note, wait, we can both live. It was never we can both win. Well, it was, she said we could win. And, um, but here he says, Katniss, we won. She says they never intended to let us both live. Right. Because it's always been about surviving mm-hmm. for her and, and so anyway but she immediately like aims her arrow <laughs> and he throws his knife in the lake and she feels foolish yeah you know and he's like do it she's like, i can't i won't yeah you shoot me and go home and and i and you know basically you shoot me and go home and live with yeah. it seriously exactly. you think i can do that now mm-hmm. i just saved your life i nursed you back to health i've been kissing you for the last you know week in the cave yeah. Or whatever it is. Basically, death here would be easier for the two of us. And, yeah. and uh, basically, it's what I want. You know, you're not leaving me here alone. You know, mm-hmm. th- I'm telling you, do this. And of course. Well, he says it's what I want. Right. I, he wants her to win. He wants her to survive. Yeah. And and she says. I can't live with I that. I can't live with that. 
So basically, they understand that Katniss, so he, Katniss understands, like, listen, you know what? If they don't have a victor, dude, they're in trouble. Well, he brings it up. Okay. They have to have a victor. And then he goes on and on about being in love with me and, you know, all this other stuff. And then, But she's stuck because that one thought is still bouncing around in her head. They have to have a victor. And without a victor, the whole thing would blow up in their faces. Mm-hmm. And the game makers may even be publicly executed for this. Yeah. I'm like, she, she starts. Yeah. So, um, she still has the berries and she picks them up and she puts them in their hands. And, and one of my favorite parts of, um, and I'm only going to say it because we've talked about twilight several times through this, through this, um, podcast. And I've only spoken negatively of new moon. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. But one of my favorite parts in new moon is in the chapter where um, Bella is going to Italy to save Edward and the clock is tolling and she's running and she's having all these thoughts. I'm not going to make it. It's, and the clock told and goes into another description and the clock told because it tolls 12 times because it's noon. And, but like the anticipation and all of that is, is happening. And she keeps reminding you that the clock is tolling. Okay. That's one of my favorite parts of that. And that made me think of here. She's like, okay, on the count of three, one, maybe I'm wrong. Two, maybe they don't care. Three, oh, well, it's too late, you know? And, and so it, it gave me that same. So the idea here, of course, for those who are maybe just listening to the podcast and not reading the book, which I can't imagine. Read the book. Yeah. Stop right now and go read the book. Um, but uh, it, 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 I imagine that there is, you know, th- th- there are some people who are listening to this that don't know what we're talking about. And of course, what she is talking about is that she had some berries, those poisonous berries that were in the uh, the pouch. Mm-hmm. And that Foxface ate. Yep, yeah. Yep. The Fox. She's like, you know what? We're going to keep these just in case we can fool them, you know, fool um, Kato. Kato. So, uh, but anyway, the idea is that they were going to do the whole, you know, Romeo and Juliet. Right. They're going to, is like, you know, if we can't live. Hey, there was with, a third party in that story too. <laughs> yeah. If we can't live uh, together, then we won't live at all. That's right. And so they were going to uh, eat the berries and they were each going to uh, commit suicide. And therefore there would be no victor and neither one of them would have to live with the consequences of killing the other and and the game makers, and this could actually be their death could actually lead to the uprising against mm-hmm. this, and so that's what they do. That's, right. That they they put the berries in their mouth, and then we hear, "Ladies and gentlemen, I'm pleased <laughs> to present." <laughs> that was um, a little last minute, little wait until the last minute, don't you think? A little bit. You, yeah. Um, it was uh, it was good. Mm-hmm. I, I I enjoyed it. Um, um, I have to say that through the entire book, um, I never doubted that Katniss would be the victor. Well, we talked about that. She's the whole I mean, thing from her all point from of her view. perspective. So to change at the last minute, it's going to be kind of weird. But um, but I loved that that Suzanne wrote it so that. Peta could live also. Yes. Because here's the thing. I'm in love with Peta. I don't care about Katniss. <laughs> I'm in love with Peta. You are? I am. You know what? I, I kind of was rooting for Peta, but 
the more I think about it, well, we'll get into my theories later. Right. You're going to get into your theories later, which I think are wrong. So anyway, uh, (laughs) (laughs) all for all I know, you've already read all three books. I have not. You haven't even purchased the third book yet. So yeah, I can't. But you, we were at Walmart in the book aisle there for a while. I read the first four sentences <laughs> of the second book. I've I'm now just, finished the first two chapters. But Just kidding, Stephanie. Um, Which chapter so are we on now? We're on chapter 26. All right. So Peter pulls a, me to the lake. Which I think is funny because he's got this open gash on his leg. She made a tourniquet for him through the night, but um, she opened it. And he's like, that's fine. I'll, I'll, or he opened it. And he's like, I'll just bleed to death. I'm going to be the first one to go. And she starts frantically tying it. And that all happened in the last chapter. But how is this boy strong enough to pull her to the lake? It's the whole adrenaline thing, <laughs> you know, where kid, yeah. you know, I mean, parents he, but can lift he, the he's car like, off their child or he, something. He's, he's literally, he's bleeding to death. Yeah. And, and he pulls her to the lake. And well, they, they rinse out their mouths. and They drop the ladders. What? Uh, yeah, go well, ahead. No, no, no. They, they rinse out their mouths and they're they're like holding on to each other. They it's like they, they you didn't physically swallow any, did you? Right. But they physically can't let go okay. of each other. Okay. Yeah. And so she talks about that as you know, they let two ladders down mm-hmm. into the arena, but they only got on the one because they physically could not let go. And um Pete is immediately taken into surgery. Um I love her description of seriously being crazed. At this moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because here they've been fighting to survive for weeks. Yeah. Okay. They've been at least for one week of that together. Mm-hmm. All right. Literally fighting to live. And, and this is the first time that they've been pulled away from each other. And I think that if Katniss would stop second guessing herself, she would realize that some of this is her own instinct mm-hmm. because sometimes our actions are natural and we explain them away. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yep. But uh, the, the idea of, of her seeing the, the, the crazed person in the, um, the reflection of a glass and then to realize that it's herself, you know, yep. I just, that was, <clears throat> I, I liked that part. Right. And, and so she, she starts to question, you know, I now understand all those times that I said, how can those loved ones stand in that kitchen surrounding their 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 dying loved one while my mom tries to save them and I run off to the woods? What is it that holds them there? Mm-hmm. And I now understand that force. You know? Yep. I, anyway, I like it. All right. So basically, the cool thing that I, I like here is that they obviously have some advanced medical technologies there in the future and they're able to uh, completely heal her hearing. And her scars. And her scars and her I body. Went, I got a couple scars that they could hook me up to machines <laughs> and take away. Yeah. I love that the Avox girl is there. Yes. And, and uh, you know, basically she's like, she didn't wish me dead. She didn't. I, that, that I, I feel I feel a pressure of friendship here. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And, and and so I guess she didn't wish me dead. So she does risk asking the girl if Peta survived. Yeah. How long have I been out? I mean, and th- this these are the things yeah. that is like she's talking, but she's she's only saying things that, you know, she she recognizes yeah. that she's being watched. Yeah. So she she's starting to wonder, you know, how long she's been asleep because, you know, the first day I woke up in the arena or the last day I woke up, in the, I remember eating a fairly large breakfast so how is it now that i can barely eat this broth and and stuff that they've they've brought me my stomach seems to have shrunk to the size of a 
you know, tiny little size. She's been out for a while. She's been out for a few days, right? And so they keep her in a, in this strange continual twilight for a while, and she starts to wake up and she she hears a man yelling, and she thinks that someone's looking out for her. Yeah. You know, and and so I just I like that. It, yep. Anyway, wakes up. Um, she jumps into Hamish's arms, which I think is awesome. Yeah, awesome. And um, wants to see Peta, but they they want to keep that that reunion for live on the air, which makes sense to her. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense to her. And um, I like when she's trying to get a sense of of the capital, and you know, um, so the hospital they have to go the way they travel from the hospital through the training center and up to where um, up to her 12th floor of the, of the training center. But yeah. I'm thinking of, you know, where they had their private sessions, the Trump hotel, the Trump. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, now I think that, I think that Trump is not as creepy as president snow. Okay. <laughs> but, um, but just that it's far underground. The hospital is, is very far underground, yeah. you know, um, is all, I'm getting at. It seems like a lot of this new place is underground. Yeah. And that's because all of the above ground has been kept for, for games locations. <laughs> you know, they have to build everything underground anyway. So she's so skinny that she can easily count her ribs. Mm-hmm. She and, has a reunion and, with PETA finally though. No, 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 not yet. No, they're saving the reunion with PETA for live on air. Oh, what a, why do you have that news there? I, I even said it. I talked about it. I expected you to Sorry. click it away. I d- wasn't listening, I guess. I know. Just like before when we were talking in chapter five about the berries, and then you went back and explained what the berries were, even though I had already explained what the berries <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not in, in as detailed as you did, Sorry. but I did say ready that to they fall were. Asleep. I can tell. You and Megan stayed up for a long time. We were last up night. until about two or three in the yeah, morning. Yeah, that's good. Way to go. Yeah. Good job, Dad. Keep that kid up till 3 a.m. Hey, you know what? It's been a busy past couple of days. Megan's getting ready to graduate from fifth grade, and I'm going to be in New York when she does it. I know. It, it's the last week. I've only, mm-hmm. I leave Monday morning. It's Saturday. It's like, you know what? Heck yeah, I'm going to stay up late with my daughter yeah. and let her sleep in the next day. I mean, it's, she didn't show any signs of being sick last night, though, did no, she? Yeah, because no. I'm thinking all evening. She, um, Megan woke up with a, a temperature this morning of yeah. 105. Um, yeah, like 105, not 100.5 because the, the nurse, when I called the doctor, they even clarified, they're like, um, what do you mean? 105.0. That that's what it was. Anyway. So back to it. Um, she's doing much better now, by the way. Yeah. It's coming down. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, she is now being prepped by the team. Not Senna, but the other three. Oh, yeah. And she's annoyed by their conversations. Yes, because she's like they've been watching, you know, the biggest loser or something talking about what's going on. And and everything's about them. Nothing is about the boys and the girls who died. Mm -hmm. It's all about where they were and what they were doing when when these different things happened. And so do you remember when she said she woke up and she heard a man yelling and she felt that someone was looking out for her? Yeah. It was just like four notes ago. Yeah. Okay. So the game makers wanted to alter you surgically yeah. and Hamage wouldn't allow it. That's the yelling she heard, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Like, that's what I feel. Yeah. And so they they settled for a padded dress. Yes. <laughs> How is it their right to alter her surgically without her permission? 
it's they're the capital stephanie but how is that they're right that's just, that's how annoying. is it they're right to force everybody to put all their 12 to 18 year olds true names into a I bucket know. i mean how can these people not revolt it just doesn't make sense to right. me it doesn't to me either so it's, it's a very simple dress and um uh gives the illusion of of candlelight you know it's still sticking with the fire still sticking but but this is a softer yeah a more subtle light. i love how she likes like the the other dresses they pale in comparison i mean they almost seem like gimmicky they, they, right you know of course they we they were love I and mean, it's like wow this is but it made her stand out this is elegance it, it made her stand out but this is making her stand out in a different way it's very calculated and very simply i look like a girl yes which I think is important. Yeah. And, and she knows that Cinna has made this a very calculated look. Yes. I'm in, I'm in flat sandals. My hair is down low. And then, and he says, she says, I thought it would be something different. And mm-hmm. he says, I thought Peter might like this better, ah. which I thought was adorable. But in that she's sensing a warning, like he's trying to tell her something that he can't mm-hmm. and, and she's not catching on. And so she's she's starting to find and then she's starting this to is figure where out Hamage and then says, Hame, yes, dude, you're in trouble. You got to listen to this. You know, uh, they, they think you showed them up. Yep. And and they are quite furious. Did you tell PETA? Nope. Didn't have to. Didn't have to. <laughs> and here's, she's like, I'm out of the arena. This is I'm supposed to be safe. She realized, is, like, and, wait a second. It, of course, this comes in the next next chapter. But, um, you know, she realizes that, you know what, I'm the one who started this. They're mad at me. I mean, he, I'm the one. Right. It's me. It's me. It, it was my decision. But Hamish so. says, listen, you, you've got to sell this relationship thing. You you can't. This has to continue. You have to keep putting that show on because if you don't really pull this off in the interviews, then you're done for. You're done. They'll, they will. They will find a way to take you out. And she starts calculating those yeah. ways that they could take her out, mm-hmm. you know? So she, I've never been in a more dangerous place in my life. Mm-hmm. I, I survived weeks in the arena. I, you know, came out alive. But honestly, I have never been in more danger than in my entire life. And the most dangerous part is just about to, to begin. begin. And here we go. And this this chapter is one that makes me fall more in love with Caesar. Yes. I really like him. I like Caesar. I a lot. really like him, and I have to tell you, I'm already totally picturing Stanley Tucci as as like he totally represents everything. Have you ever seen Stanley Tucci in something? Absolutely. Okay. He was I, in The Devil Wears Prada. He was in. Um, I went and saw that movie with Cher and um, Christina Aguilera. Um, Burlesque. He was in that. Um, you. You didn't watch Easy A with Megan, no, did you? Not he, yet. he plays the dad in that. I'll have to show you that because he plays a really funny character in that. And um, so, yeah, I've seen Stanley Tucci in lots of things. Okay, um, those three just are on the top of my head. All but, right. Um, so Caesar, does does he know? I think even if he does, oh, gosh, he's going to yeah. want to help us. He, yeah. You know, he's going to want to help us. So um, she's like, Effie has her moment. This is her moment to shine. You know, mm-hmm. she's been waiting for this, but she has a keen instinct. And I wonder if she suspects that we're in trouble. Yeah. You know, does she, does she really have any, you know, does she really get it? And then there's a moment where she understands the dress mm-hmm. and, and how she, you know, I think she needs to look like a girl. She, she needs to look young and in love and she gets that now. Yep. You know, um, the applause for, and the stomps for Hamage. 
I love that. See, that's something that I completely missed by oh listening my goodness. to the story. For like five minutes, they're they're like stomping. They're huh. See, I didn't, exuberant over him. See, that yeah. is something that I'm really upset that I missed by listening to the audio. It was. It was. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Um, I'm glad you pointed that out. Would I have acted differently if he hadn't told me? Oh, if he hadn't told me I was in trouble. Would I have acted differently? She would have. I, she I have no doubt about it. absolutely would have. She would have been a little bit more arrogant about herself mm-hmm. and and stuff like that. And and I, I think that she would have she would have pretty much brought the heat down on herself. She would have. Yeah. Absolutely. There's no doubt in my mind. Hamish saved her life right there. He did. So um so they, they write she rises up out of the, the underground on her little silver plate and the applause is so loud it's like shaking the little thing she's standing on and she looks over and she sees this boy who doesn't look anything like the starving boy who I was in the arena with. But then he smiles. And it doesn't matter if he's covered in mud. <laughs> or clean it, it is it, it's Peta smile but i love when she talks about his smile and that it doesn't matter if it's you know through the mud or or clean and standing in front of her that he has a beautiful smile gotcha yeah anyway i like that so then they watch the highlights and of course they're basically highlighting the love story they're, they're the, for the, the first time ever they have well, the game the game makers are they've got to play this off they do. And she even says um, she has gratitude to the filmmakers, whoever put this this clip show together, mm-hmm. um, that instead of making the last clip of them taking the berries, it's of her beating frantically on the glass, which totally pushes the love story over the, you know, yeah. and I... Th- for me, I'm like, dude, Katniss, you need to stop second guessing yourself mm. and just accept your feelings for what they are. Yeah. But you know, through the through the course of showing the story, they they show um, you, how from the moment they rose up into the arena, mm-hmm. Peter was looking out for her. Yeah. From the way he misled yeah. the careers to the way he stayed awake under the the tree with the um, tracker jackers in it. Um, everything he did was all was for her. All for her, and even whispering her name in his sleep when she he was says, in the mud. I, I seem heartless in comparison to him when I watch this video. Right until the tree. Until the tree. When she yells his name and covers her mouth. Yeah. And um, and and so, but I gratitude to the game to the filmmakers because they are looking out for me. Yeah. They are truly looking out for me. The crown was amazing because the the video finish ends and it's President Snow, right? Yeah. He's got the crown. And Who like, has what? snake-like eyes and is out to get her. Nice. And um, so there's only one crown now. There's only one crown and the audience is totally perplexed. They're, they're, wait, this is... Seriously? They both won. Yeah. And with a simple twist... It becomes two. That's awesome. And this is what I love because the whole thing with with um, a Christian marriage ceremony, and I know that this is all supposed to be post-apocalyptic, blah, 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 but is that the two will become one. Yeah. And so I love, uh, anyway, Yeah, that's well, what I think, and I love it. That's awesome. Well, the thing that I love about this is that they present this as a single crown, mm-hmm. but I, I love that they have this thing, and, and I can imagine it's so intricate, intricately made I can't say that word right now, but anyway, it's so intricate, it. uh, and and that 
you can just tell it's very elegant the yes. way that it comes apart. Yeah. It's just beautiful to see. And I'm sure they've got a close up on, yeah. on the screen. And they did this and, and it's like, you know what, they're trying to play this off play this off as, you know what, this crown was made well in advance. Yep. This this crown was made a long time ago. And we pretty much planned this from the beginning because we knew well, she even from documents. the first interviews that that this is the way we knew that they were going to win. It seemed right we, that the Capitol was saying that we knew that the two of them would be here. Yeah. You know, and and but I mean, the whole time she's noticing the changes, how normally are the, the recent built wall to mm-hmm. separate the two as they are lifted up. Um the love seat instead of the victor's chair, you know? So the, the entire time she's you know, making note of all of these changes that she's like, are just reminders of how stupid she made them look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yep. And then they come out with this crown that appears that they knew the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. So she knows that I'm the instigator here. Yeah. You know, the president's know in his evil snake eyes, he keeps looking at me and, but they know that that was me, that that was my idea. I'm the instigator. I'm the one they're out to get. Indeed. So they go through their whole evening of um, parties and all of these galas and everything. They have to go to the one thing I never do is let go of Peter's hand. Mm-hmm. And um, the, I mean, ah, anyway, I, I hope that we see in the future, like seriously a bond over what they've been through. I don't know. I don't either, but that's what I want to see. I, I want to see them bond over. Cause this whole time she's like, I'm never going to get married. I'm never going to have kids. I'm never mm-hmm. going to, he's the one person who could understand that because he has also been there. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Okay. I, anyway, I, I, th- so, I, I'm going to share my theory about what's going to happen. I but. know you are. Anyway, um, that's just what I want to see. Okay. Well, I, I, I think bonded it's, over a I similar... think this is cool because in in Lost, you know, I, we were both rooting for Jack and Kate. We were. You know, it, we were but I will be honest with you, I'm rooting for I'm re- rooting I don't even for, know him yet. Like I I don't feel like I know him yet. I can't mm-hmm. even begin to I know. I think that's intentional. Root for him. I think it's intentional by I'm the sure author. I'm sure it probably is, but I like Peta and I'm sticking you Okay, so if you totally want to talk about Lost, how long did I hold on to my I hate Ben, even when I didn't uh, hate Ben anymore? I know, I know. I love Peta, and I'll stick to it to the end. All right. I can I can keep it. So they lock her in her bedroom. She's locked down like a prisoner. Like a prisoner. I thought this was over. I, I'm, I'm a victor here. Leave me, you know, yeah. what's going on? Back off, people. Yeah, she's still under, she's under she, scrutinous she watch is. here. She is. They're watching her all the time. They have the final interview. The final interview was amazing. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Um, and, and again, Caesar is on their side and, you know, asking her the right questions when she can't answer them, he's feeding her the answers. Oh, I know when I know the first time it was in the tree, it was in the tree. Was it? Oh yeah. You're so right. (laughs) It was the first time there was a chance I could keep him. His emotional. I know. Wiping his tears. It's awesome. The guy's classic. I love Caesar. He's fantastic. So, um, so the people the, in the room was, actually, oh my gosh, they saw well, he, yeah. And, and so they make the, the, and he asked Pete about his new leg and she's, she's like, what? like, what? And this is my fault. And you're like, he's like, you're absolutely right. It's my fault. You're alive. Yeah. <laughs> you're absolutely right. This is all your fault. And, um, so they get on 
the train and they're headed home. Mm-hmm. And for the first time, she feels like she can take her first real breath since the reaping. Since the reaping. So that's like five weeks she's like been struggling to breathe. Yeah. You know, and I can understand that. So she goes to her, she goes to her, her, um, her little cabin compartment compartment on the train and changes and her clothes and wipes off the makeup and braids her hair. And, um, for the first time she recognizes herself basically. Well, she's trying to remember who I am. Right. She's trying to, but like physically looking in the mirror, she can Mm -hmm. recognize herself. And then she's trying to sort out who I am and who I am not. Mm -hmm. But I think she's all wrong. Like, I think she's wrong about who she is and who she is not. Oh, yeah. Because to think that she can go back to everything is normal before the reaping is wrong. Yeah. And naive. Yeah. She's changed. Oh, yeah. There's no Um, question about that. There's no question that she has changed. So anyone that she thinks she was is not who she is now. Right. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, so, life will never be the same. Right. No and, matter what. Um, and, and so, but she said when she gets back to the main area and PETA puts his arm around her, she's like, it feels alien. It mm-hmm. no longer feels the way it did before. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I've been lying to someone who trusts me. Well, actually, I've been lying to two people, you know, and um, the idea of seeing, seeing Gail is churning my stomach. And why is that? And well, so it's because you love him. But she loves PETA too. So, mm-hmm. you know. Well. She does. I know. All right. I'm just saying. So, Hamish comes over. They, they take a stop on the way home. And they're allowed to get off the train. And nobody's there prying them. And her and PETA are just walking along, you know, the platform. And Hamish comes up and tells her, great job. Yep. I think he did that intentionally. For PETA's sake. I do. Honestly, I do. Yep. Because he hasn't done anything that hasn't been calculated to this point. Yep. And um, and he came up and and like, what you, basically what, he, he opened her bag and he spilled it all out for for PETA to, to kind of piece together. Yeah. It's like, so this no. is all for the games, huh? Not all of it. Not all of it. Oh, stop it. Stop making fun of her. Well, she, it wasn't all for the games. And she even admitted that to us, the reader, during the games. I know. But um, she does tell him the closer we get to District 12, the more confused. She's a typical woman. Let me tell you. Imagine that. We're all pretty typical. Yeah. I'll tell okay. You. So I wrote down what she should tell him because I'm actually going to read from. Okay. Go the book. ahead. Okay. But before I read it, I'm going to say. I, Stephanie Ravenscraft, don't live my life in a way where I hold things in. <laughs> if I feel like there's something I need to tell someone, I tell them. Trust me. This I, is true. I communicate. I, mm-hmm. I I let my feelings known, you know, and, and so I don't understand her in this way because she says, I want to tell him that he's not being fair, that we were strangers, that I did what it took to stay alive, to keep us both alive in the arena. That I can't explain how things are with Gail because I don't know myself. That it's no good loving me because I'm never going to get married anyway and he'd just end up hating me later instead of sooner. That if I do have feelings for him, it doesn't matter because I'll never be able to afford the kind of love that leads to a family, to children. And how can he... 
How can he, after what we've just been through? I also want to tell him how much I already miss him. But that wouldn't be fair on my part. Mm. So anyway. And here's what I want to say. What? She should tell him. She should tell him. Well, she, because people she, should communicate, by golly. She doesn't want to lead him on. Um, she wants to make sure that you know she doesn't make it any worse than it already is. Because she's not sure that she really does love him. She's, but she does. I can tell her. But but she also loves Gail, and so she does. I can tell her that too. I know, and so that's <laughs> the deal. I mean, it's like this is a conundrum here. So so she's in, he's like re- one last time, and his voice is hollow, and mm-hmm. she knows that that yeah. you know yeah. a, a part of him is is gone. Yes. And so they get off the train. They're back in District 12 and they get off the train and he offers one last time and she takes his hand and she's already dreading the moment that she has to let go. Yes, indeed. And that's the end of book one. The end of book one. I cannot believe it. This was such an awesome story. Absolutely loved it. You know, here's the situation. I don't have any clue right now how long of a period of time there was between the end of this book until the next book was available. But I'm glad we don't have to wait that I period know. of time. I know. Yeah, I am As so am I. thankful that we we're just now. If you're ever gonna get involved in a series, it should always be after they're all released. Yes. Because the waiting is horrible. Did you you didn't have to wait for Breaking Dawn, did you? No. <laughs> yeah, I could not imagine. <laughs> no, it was already out. Um, I, I mean, do... waiting for, waiting for movies is one thing. Right. But waiting for a good book like this, ah. Right. I couldn't imagine. I can't imagine the people who were eating for the last Harry Potter. Yeah. You know, it was, it's just. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. All right. So, I'm not good. I'm not, I'm not patient in that way. Can I share with you my theories now? You can. Murray wrote some things in our, for, in our gspncommunity.com group uh, devoted to the Hunger Games. He says, so I'm just curious, can Prim still be selected for future Hunger Games? In a future reaping since Katniss volunteered to replace her in the last one. I don't remember if she addressed this in the first book. I could see this happening and then Katniss again volunteering to replace her. Although I would hope this is not what happens in book two. That would seem something that happens in a bad movie sequel. I'd much rather hope that the mythology expands into the big rebellion led by Katniss and Gale. Remember, this is just speculation as I haven't read book two yet. So please, no spoilers in your responses. Absolutely. So that um, was Murray Solomon, and he wrote that this. Is before, can I comment on it before yeah, you read yours? Absolutely. Okay. Um, I think that Prim probably still can be drawn because um, she still has to enter her name for the next six years. Yeah. You know, but I would also say that it would be Katniss mentoring her. Heck yeah. Not replacing her. That would be the storyline going on there. And I don't even think we're going to have that. I don't think there's going to be a 75th Hunger Games. You don't think there's going to be a 75th Hunger Games? I do not think Mm. there's going to be a 75th Hunger Games. I sure hope not because the first one was stressful enough. Yeah, it was. (laughs) All right. So here's what I wrote back to Murray and everybody else that's reading. And I'll share with you now that I wrote this. I hadn't given very much thought to Prim being selected in a future story. What a great question. I'm with you. I hope that this is not the case. I'm eagerly anticipating an uprising that will overthrow the capital. I wonder if we will learn that Gail has always been madly in love with Katniss, but she was never just she was just so clueless to the fact. Do you think that Peta's out of the picture? I hope to see an odd tale. Uh, what is that? An odd tale where I don't know what that why I would wrote an odd tale. That doesn't even sound like something I would say. 
Anyway, I'm hoping to see where the rebellion is led by the following people as the leaders of the rebellion. This is where his theory gets really out of hand, people. Right. So here, here's <laughs> the thing. Who is going to be leading the rebellion? It's going to be Katniss, Gail, and Peteth, the three of them working together as the main leaders with the help of Hamage, Madge, Madge's dad, the mayor, the Avox girl, and Peta's dad and Katniss's mom. Okay. All right. So check this out. In a way, I think the relationship with Peta is doomed from the start. I think that they it would be kind of weird for Peta and Katniss to be in a relationship if their parents are in a relationship okay. as well. And again, I'll refer you, um, as I did privately, to Gossip Girl because it's totally happened. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, the way I view it, the baker is a, is a very faithful man. He would never cheat on his wife, uh, Peta's mom. However, as the result of their participation in the rebellion, Peta's and Katniss's parents or slash family are going to be taken by the capital, capital and used as leverage to try to get them to turn themselves in. All right. In the events that play out, Peta's mom will end up dying a tragic death. Her death, however, will not be celebrated. In fact, we'll end up getting a great backstory that, sh- that will show us that Katniss's assumptions about her were not completely accurate. We're actually going to feel a great deal of sorrow at her passing, as will Peta and her, hus- and, and her husband. Uh, this will happen in book two. Then, in book three, this group of people that I've listed above will be the people who are leading the rebellion And over time, Peta's dad and Katniss's mom will marry and have an amazing role in rebuilding the new Pan Am. (laughs) And then, of course, I put laughing out loud. And this is what I wrote here next. You see, this is uh, this is what I love about not knowing anything about the future books. I can speculate like crazy. Heck, while I'm at it, I believe that Gail is actually the great, 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 great grandson of Thomas and Claire from Lost. Okay, I'll stop there. Thanks. Anyway, I agree. I love, you know, I just love it if other people who want to, who have not read future books, to speculate. Go crazy with this in our discussion forums because it's fun stuff. It is fun. So, yeah, the rebellion begins, I hope. I'm looking forward to it. Here's the situation. I know Stephanie's already read two chapters in Catching Fire. And I have to do the dishes and feed my children before I can start the third. Nice. <laughs> That'll be your reward for doing That's my those. reward for doing those things. There That's you right. Go. Folks, thank you for tuning in. I am so delighted. That, you know what? Hundreds Hundreds of people in the gspn.tv community have read the Hunger Games book who never would have heard about it or never would have even, even if they heard about it, probably would have not read the book had it not been for this podcast. And that makes me feel awesome. I mean, not not that it's, it's all about me, but I'm, I'm so, it, that that gives me a great deal of pleasure to know that this wonderful story has been enjoyed by hundreds of people who would not have read it otherwise. And I'm not just saying that. These are the emails that we're getting. These are the emails. These are the comments at gspncommunity.com. This is... I'm delighted to have introduced people to this. And I want to say thank you to my wife for introducing me. And I want to say thank you to Sharon... Absolutely. ...for introducing Stephanie to it. Absolutely. If I we remember, wouldn't have, she would have, if she wouldn't have said anything, I would have never known about him. You, you know, episode one, 
we shared. I didn't know about this. I don't know. But wow, awesome. Fantastic. I cannot wait to start catching fire. And I'm so glad we're recording this episode now so that we can get on with we it. We can get on with it. Guys, uh, if you enjoyed this podcast so far, uh, please do us a favor. Head over to gspn.tv slash plus and learn how you can, uh, number one, participate in our community and how you can support the content and community of gspn.tv. It's very affordable. In fact, uh, you can become a gspn.tv plus member with just a one-time contribution of any amount over $1. So we would love to have you as a gspn.tv plus member. We are going strong with this episode. You guys have been getting an episode every two episodes a week, every week so far since we've launched this thing, and uh, and they're begging for them faster. They're they're begging for them faster, but you know I I, I need the time to to read, unfortunately. <laughs> and of course, uh, if you like this podcast, please tell other people about the Hunger Games, and then tell them about HungerGamesPodcast.com. Just send them to HungerGamesPodcast.com. And uh, we would love to invite you to come over to GSPNCommunity.com and uh, discuss the books with us and, and other people in the community. It's it's become the most popular group in the GSPN community yeah. site now. That's awesome. Lots of conversation happening there. Fun stuff. Folks, until next time, we encourage you to what? I was going to say, including your crazy theory. Oh, before yeah. Before you said... Until next time, we encourage you to join join the the community. community.